live audience, question of the day, true or false, acupuncture can be used for preventative purposes. The answer will be at the end of the episode. Enjoy. Hey y'all, I hope you're well. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Boulevard. This is a podcast where we shine more light on healthcare and our goal here is to provide more options to people looking to choose healthcare as a career path, regardless of their background. My name is Sena Kapomo and I am your host and creator here. I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your support. Remember, you can tune in on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. audience we are here with philip today by the way it's philip jean is that like a whole thing um is, that's is, my full name yeah it's, that's, uh, that's, it's philip jean okay okay jean philippe philip jean okay i like it very french do you yeah, have a french yeah. background yes my family is from haiti ah yeah. haiti what, you, you listen to me talk to you i tell you i'm from benin you didn't tell me you were haitian come on bro yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I actually kind of thought that maybe you're from Haiti because of the accent and your name kind of sounded like it could be from there. So that's why I asked. I was expecting you to say that, but, you know. No, no. But, you know, we have that ancestral, you know, commonality, Haitians and Beninis. So, you know, it's always like meeting a distant cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, y'all already heard of him, but let me, let me, Say hello and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Philip Jean. Well, I'm a, a New York State licensed acupuncturist. Um, mm-hmm. I've been um, an acupuncturist for almost eight years now, and um, it's a career that I love. Um, it does sometimes have its challenges, um, and I've seen a lot of different things, experienced a lot of different things in my career, and uh, I wish I had done it sooner. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, I love it. Um, I just, I just love the philosophy of, of, of ancient Chinese medicine. Mm. Uh, it's something that I live by. Um, this is why I called my business lifestyle acupuncture, because I believe that, um, acupuncture could be a part of a healthy lifestyle in general. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people just come in, um, they think that, oh, if they have a problem, some type of health issue. They only come in for that, but it actually um, helps to prevent a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is the, the fundamental basis behind um, ancient Chinese medicine is to identify the potential issues that someone is going to have in the future mm-hmm. and to um, take care of it before it becomes a problem. Yeah. So let, let's do it. I'm going to try to do a story style of like a chrono, chronological events, right? So you were born and raised in Haiti. Is that correct? Or is your parents? No, I was born and raised in here, uh, um, here in the United States. Okay. Uh, I did live in Haiti in my early childhood. Okay. And then, and then I went and lived in Canada. And then okay. I came back to the United States. All right. All right. Was it too cold out there? Or you just like, nah, I don't even remember <laughs> much of it, to be honest, but I don't like the cold. I used to like the cold, but now not, not as much. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. So you you live, you're born in the U.S., now you live in the U.S. You went, yeah. you did all your school in the, in the U.S. What did you do for your bachelor's degree? Oh, my bachelor's degree is in sociology. Okay. So at what point did you first hear about acupuncture? 
Oh, that's a very good question. Yeah. Uh, so I think, okay, probably the first time I heard about acupuncture, like a lot of people, is when I watched The Nutty Professor. Uh, there, was a, there was an episode where, you know, Nutty Professor's Eddie Murphy plays this really big fat guy. Okay. And he's trying to lose weight so that he could impress a girl that he's interested in. Um, and then he decides to get acupuncture for weight loss. And they put all these needles on him. And the, the practice, the acupuncturist keeps asking him, are you still hungry? And then he says, yes. <laughs> and then he keeps getting more and more. Um, but I actually never uh, got acupuncture until I went to acupuncture school. Mm, mm. Yeah. My first passion was herbs. Um, Oh. I had a life-changing experience uh, that really put me on track to this medicine. Okay. Um, and I wanted to become an herbologist uh, to use yeah. herbs as medicine. Mm -hmm. And um, I found out that, you know, um, Chinese medicine has the most comprehensive uh, system of herbal medicine. Mm -hmm. So then I applied and I enrolled to go to a school for that. And part of the program was to learn acupuncture. And that's mm -hmm. when I was first exposed to it. Mm, okay so when you were getting your bachelor's degree in sociology had you already then decided to become an acupuncturist or what did that happen later that happened later um, okay yeah and what path were you going on or were you envisioning yourself going on well i always wanted to be um i wanted to my life to be something where i feel like i i make a change to society I was one of these idealistic people. <laughs> um, so, What's wrong with you? <laughs> I know, right? I know. Um, the, the nerve, the nerve of me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I decided um, I was going to become a professor. Um, I learned um, so when I went to so when I was studying sociology in college, I fell in love with the topic of trying to understand the groups of people in society, um, what makes them tick and, and the suffering and the, the different uh, issues that they have. So mm -hmm. I was gonna become a college professor. I was gonna go get my PhD. But then I realized uh, something with all of um, the professors that I was close to in college, all they really do is they talk about the problems and they expose the problems. Mm. But you, a lot of things just never get done. So I didn't want to be one of those people who just does studies and writes books about uh, problems and then nothing gets done about it. Um, so I saw healing as a way where I could make a direct change in someone's life through help, helping them to be healthier mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. And that could create a chain reaction to other parts of their lives and to other people. And so I thought about um, when you in the medical field, that gives that actually gives you a chance uh, to make a difference in in every person's life who comes to comes to see um, a medical practitioner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's why I did it. So you you went through your degree, you finished your degree in sociology. What was your next educational move thereafter? Oh, after that, I just started working, and uh, mm. a lot a lot of work that I did was in corporate America. Wow, uh, I did a lot of. Yeah, I did a lot of corporate work, um, you know, behind the cubicle, making money, and I was just miserable. I, I, hmm. felt, I felt like I was in a prison. I felt like the cubicle walls themselves were like prison walls. You wow. Know? You know, people telling you, um, you know, when to take a break, <laughs> you know, 
Um, you have to work a certain amount of time before you can even take vacation. Honestly, I felt like it was an indentured servitude, you know? Um, so I decided I just couldn't do this with my life. And I thought being an acupuncturist allows me more flexibility to meet new people, open mm -hmm. up my own business and create things on, on, along my terms mm -hmm. and how I want to do it. And that's why I say I wish I had done it sooner because, yeah, you know, it's 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 great. Like I it make it brings me so much joy and fulfillment being an acupuncturist. So in your with your departure from uh, corporate America to acupuncturist, what was the transition like? What what school did you have to go to? What what are, what were the requirements for you to get there? Uh, the transition was pretty easy. It's just um, I always took care of myself, um, mm. and I always um, uh, seeked out alternative medicine on my own, mm. and I researched it. So it was yeah, it wasn't difficult. All I had to do was just find a school uh, mm -hmm. that was affordable enough. And uh, that had a good reputation and had the right curriculum that I was looking for. And I just enrolled in it. Okay. So what, how long was the program and what was the structure of an acupuncturist program? It was three years. Um, mm -hmm. And we learned a lot about, uh, in the very beginning, we had to learn physiology, anatomy. Um, okay. we, uh, we had to learn pharmacology. Um, a lot of Western-based um, uh, sciences first. And then came more of the Eastern, Eastern things. Okay. All right. And when, when you are done, did you have to do some, take a certification exam? Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. We had to take three of them. I believe. Yeah. They're not easy. You know what? If you had told me they were easy, I would probably have stopped the video right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so how would you, just this is an arbitrary question, how would you describe an acupuncturist to somebody who have never heard about it? Basically what we do, we use, um, we learn a system of meridians throughout the body. Um, and then the, the idea is that there's blockages in what a uh, concept that we call chi. And that is like the, the main energy system that runs throughout the whole body. And it tends to get blocked, whether it's from emotional um, issues or physical trauma, disease. Um, and so we identify where there is a blockage. And what we do is we put a sterile acupuncture needle um, in the parts of the body where we see where the blockage is so that we could take away the blockage. And that's basically okay. So I have heard and, and seen a couple of times that and you just mentioned it as well about using acupuncture as a preventative medicine yeah. how how does that work and what are you what are you primarily what are some preventative measures you take primarily as an acupuncturist for a patient so um in when we when we diagnose a client um the belief is that no one is 100 healthy uh yeah. because eventually we're none of us are immortal I'm like, uh, if somebody is, please, like, I want to meet that person. But I won't tell you. I I have to cut this out. But I am immortal. Yeah. You are immortal. Oh, great. All right. <laughs> I'm glad I'm meeting you. You gotta tell it's me. A, it's the Beninese voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, yeah. You don't have to get acupuncture. That's for sure. <laughs> um. 
<laughs> so when it comes to that, like the belief is that everybody is born with a particular weakness from birth, mm -hmm. whether mm -hmm. it's something that we acquired in our ancestry uh, from our parents or even the environment at the time when we were born, all of us have an Achilles heel. So usually when we're young, um, you don't really see it. We're all, most of us are healthy and vibrant. It doesn't start to play its role until, uh, you know, maybe late 20s, 30s, and especially the 40s and so on. So with acupuncture is like, we learn to identify what that Achilles heel is. Um, and then from there, we are able to predict what can happen if the person has just the right conditions to activate that weakness, such as a bad diet, stressful lifestyle, uh, bad environment, emotional issues. Um, it, it's kind of like cancer, like um, everybody supposedly has cancer cells within the body, all of us do, but our immune system is constantly fighting it away. But there's triggers, um, there's DNA triggers that will activate that cancer and then it shows up in someone's life. Mm -hmm. So it, the idea behind that is to not create the conditions to activate the cancer. So in the same way, um, uh, Chinese medicine is trying to not activate that particular weakness the person was born with. Mm -hmm. So then we can prevent things from happening before the client, the client even knows um, the problem is there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As, as it stands, you mentioned you have your own practice, correct? Yes. Okay. How long have you had your own practice? Oh, it's been five years now. Five years. Okay. Yeah. And what demographic... Going on six. Going on six. Yeah. And what demographic of uh, patients do you serve primarily? Uh, it's very mixed because I live in New York City, um, mm -hmm. in uh, Queens, New York City. Uh, my practice was originally in Brooklyn, so I've served... You know, it's such a mixed crowd of people. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it, it's, it's very mixed. Mm -hmm. So I, I treat everybody. Okay. And do you have a certain, let me say, primary diagnosis that your patients are usually coming in with? Or is it just across the board, anyone and everyone um, who needs acupuncture for anything? I would say most people come to an acupuncturist or they've come to me for pain. Mm -hmm. Usually it's back pain, usually is neck pain. I would say vast majority of time is neck and shoulder pain mm -hmm. uh, because so many people, you know, uh, they sit in front of a computer all day long doing their work. Um, and also they look down on their phones a lot. So that creates a lot of tension in the neck area. So a lot of people yeah. come to me for that. And I would say the next thing is just the mental and emotional stress, which will also create issues in the body. Uh, but mm -hmm. people who can't sleep, uh, people who have chronic depression. Um, so that would probably be the next thing that people come to see me for. Uh, but there's a lot of different other things that people come to see me for. But those are the, probably the main two things. Okay. And what are some of your favorite part about being an acupuncturist? Oh, it's the whole lifestyle behind it. Um, yeah, I just love... Um, uh, when I have a client who asks me questions, and I mm -hmm. think that's one of the things that sets me apart from a lot of acupuncturists, I've become very good at explaining how acupuncture works mm -hmm. and the systems behind it. And I just love, I, I love explaining it to people. It's like, I can talk about it for hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's I my feel. favorite part. That's my favorite uh -huh. part. 
because mm -hmm. this medicine goes back like thousands of years. So it predates modern medicine. Um, it's been around for the, the fact that it survived this long must mm -hmm. mean that it must know what it's talking about, you know? Right. Um, right. So it's just, there's so much, uh, um, the way they looked at disease thousands of years ago, they looked at it in a very simplistic manner. And even the words and the language they use is very, very simplistic and natural. And the whole idea is, is um, converting the language that they used thousands of years ago to modern times. And, mm -hmm. I, love, and I love doing that and mm -hmm. showing people correlations between ancient Eastern medicine and modern Western medicine. I love that. And yeah. what are some challenges you faced? Oh, the, uh, probably the main challenge is people's fear of needles. <laughs> it's a lot of, the main thing is, is just like um, a lot of people may not try acupuncture because mm -hmm. they're, they're afraid that the needles are going to hurt. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times is people with tattoos are the ones telling me that they're scared of needles. And I tell them like, well, you got all these tattoos. It's, it's no, it's not going to be any more painful um, than what you've gone through yeah it's in fact it's it's much much less painful i would say right. almost every human being in modern times has had a syringe um um in their bodies to get vaccinations and things like that when they were mm -hmm. little yeah. right that yeah. is that is probably three times more painful than an acupuncture needle um yeah. and and the needles that they get in the syringes are much more thick they're uh -huh. uh, and painful and I think maybe that first experience creates a trauma in people mm -hmm. uh, and sticks with them. And then they have this fear of needles. Um, if people started out with acupuncture, uh, mm. you know, when they were little, then I bet you it would take away that fear because most of the needles are, they don't really feel them that much. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say uh, uh, people from my side of the aisle practicing majority Western medicine have sort of ruined patients for you because we actually use like real needles for like injections or what have you. Yeah. And so they develop that fear and then they get to you and they're like, no, I don't know. Like one needle is bad enough. You're going to put multiple needles on me, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's really not. I've had acupuncture myself and I seldom feel the needle to be honest. Um, so yeah. it's, 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 it's it's you know it might be like nerve-wracking at first but definitely once you go into it and you have a good acupuncturist it, it you don't really feel it you come out barely remembering the needles <laughs> yeah everyone should leave an acupuncture session at least feeling much more relaxed than when they first came mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i it's funny because i i haven't done it in a long while but um i used to go because I have back pain and, and neck pain, you know, the usual, the usual. Uh, and I used to go and get acupuncture. And that was, sometimes I would take a nap for that 30 minutes. And because they always insist that I relax. And yeah. <laughs> relaxing yeah. for some of us, it's not the easiest thing. So that is one place where I'm like, okay, I'm going to take my phone away. I'm going to just forget about everything and just oh. relax. And it really feels, you really feel the difference versus yeah. when you're actually like on your phone or whatever. It doesn't, you don't feel the effect as well, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I tell people the more relaxed they are, the better the acupuncture works. Yeah. Uh, so I make sure I tell all my clients not to be on their phone. Mm -hmm. uh, I put very nice, relaxing Zen music um, in yeah. the background. 
Yeah. And I just tell them, yeah, if they want to fall asleep, fall asleep. It, that's even better. Because I, mm-hmm. I know if they're asleep, that means they're not thinking too much. You know, you don't yeah. want to be thinking about your day and all the things that are stressing you out. You don't want to be mm-hmm. thinking about those things. You want to just relax your mind. And then when the mind is totally relaxed, then the acupuncture can work much more effectively. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it is going to be a very good nap. I'll tell you, it'll be a very good nap. Um, now, you seem like a very chill person, um, whether... A, a combination of your personality with uh, your profession, but t- how is work-life balance and any stressors that comes with your position, professional position? Honestly, um, I don't. As an acupuncturist, I don't. I don't feel much stress at all. <laughs> it's, uh, it's um, your acupuncturist should never be stressed when they're giving you acupuncture, mm-hmm. um, because there's also like. Um, you know, a, um, there's a there's a connection between a patient and their their medical provider, mm-hmm. uh, and there's like a like an energy feedback between them. So in order for my patients to be relaxed and less stressed out, I have to make sure all my stressors that I have, mm-hmm. I leave them outside. And once mm-hmm. I come into my my clinic, I'm totally totally relaxed. That's mm-hmm. and I. I always make sure it, it's very natural for me to do that um, because, you know, I have, I have different issues and stressors that um, just like everybody else, right. but as soon as I, I put on the hat of an acupuncturist, it's almost like I forget about it. It just happens automatically for me. And that's another reason why I love being an acupuncturist because it helps me to relieve my own stress. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, when I'm, doing it i don't really feel um any stress um i um as far as challenges of being an acupuncturist uh it's maybe it's just always you know getting more and more new clients that's probably the only thing right right especially as a business owner yeah i'm still a business owner so there's that that's always the main thing is always getting new clientele so that's Mm -hmm. probably the most stress that i ever get and what do you do to sort of keep your education up to date? Oh, I take continuing education um, courses because mm-hmm. uh, there's always like new techniques and, and I like to be up to date with modern medicine and what's going on. Um, and I do and I read a lot of um, my own books that I've learned that, that I studied because we I got there's a lot of acupuncture books out there. And um, the thing is, I look at this form of medicine as something where I'm constantly evolving. Um, so, you know, a lot of times acupuncturists will, we, we sometimes they'll get into a certain pattern mm-hmm. um, and, you know, that's fine and all, but there's always new things that are always can, can always be rediscovered. And so that's why I still keep reading all of the books that, um, that I studied in school. I just keep going and reading it more. And I always find something new all the time. Because, mm-hmm. because a lot of times is that what you, what, what they teach you in school um, is not exactly how it works in the real world. So with that, it's very important to take practical knowledge with the knowledge that I learned and try to fuse them in a way um, right. that will work in modern times. Mm-hmm. And I'm always finding something new. And that's, that's why I love about it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm, it, it's so stimulating. What do you do for fun? Oh, I do 
quite a bit of things. I, I like to hike a lot. I like to ride my bike. Um, I like sports. I play softball on, um, you know, a couple times a week. So I'm very, yeah, physically active, exercise and uh, draw. I like to draw and paint. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's about it. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. I like to hear it. Now, lastly, any word of advice for future acupuncturists? Oh, definitely. Best word of advice is to, before they graduate, start um, start going to a real a professional acupuncturist mm. and, and ask them about how to run a business. Mm. All the little details about running a business because they don't teach you that in school. A lot of schools, they do not teach you the business aspect of it. And so what ends up happening, a lot of acupuncturists come out of school not just looking either looking for a job um and then they try to start a business and then they make a lot of mistakes <clears throat> and um they you know because they didn't learn because that's what happened to me right. uh, i i made mistakes and i'm still kind of learning you know mm-hmm. uh, but i wish that i would have learned some of those skills in school so that it will it probably would have would have saved me a year or two in terms mm-hmm. of getting getting my business really going Mm -hmm. so i would recommend acupuncturists um you know a lot of them go into school and they 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 have a good heart they want to learn this medicine and they want to help people but Mm -hmm. they also need to learn fundamental business skills for Mm -hmm. our particular type of healthcare, and that's Mm -hmm. so so important um so that when they get out of school they know what they can do um so that they can make a good living at, at the same time, do what they're passionate about. Right, right. Yeah. And before you open your own uh, business, did you work with somebody else yeah. before that? Okay, yes. as an acupuncturist? Yes, I did. Okay, okay, all right. All right, that is all I have for you. Thank you so much to for coming here and spending your morning with me. I know it's practically uh, afternoon over here on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, 12, 12.34 p.m. Yeah, yeah, you guys are at lunchtime, whereas we're just on our day over here. <laughs> so, again, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you ha- having you here, and uh, it's always good to meet to meet a nice uh, patient. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Of course, of course. Have a beautiful me. rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Bye. All right, and we're back. The answer is true. You can certainly use acupuncture or get acupuncture um, for preventative purposes. You don't have to be sick or have pain to go to the acupuncturist. If you listen to the whole episode, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, I hope you all enjoy. Stay safe and be blessed. Bye. All right, that's all I have for you today. Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate you. Please subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And uh, stay blessed. Bye.